Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. What a beautiful day in the kingdom to bless the Lord. Father, we just want you. We just want you, Jesus, more of you, Jesus. Nothing else will do. Nothing else satisfies our souls. Nothing else satisfies, dear God, our spirits. Nothing else satisfies us. Draw us closer, Father. Hallelujah. As we seek your face, draw us closer to you. Nothing else will do. Thank you, Father. We are rejoicing and we are glad in this day that our Lord has made. And we say good morning to each of you who have joined the prayer call this morning. Good morning again. Thank you for awakening today to join us in devotion and in intercessory prayer. Amen. Well, let me introduce you to our team that's lined up this morning. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I'm your facilitator today. The angel of our house, our leaders, we bless them in the name of the Lord, Bishop C., Carl Smith, and Pastor Adrian Smith. We say good morning to you. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, Sister Charlene. I am doing excellent. Pastor Adrian is doing excellent. It is a wonderful day to be on the planet, a wonderful day to be in the kingdom. So we're doing amazing. I want to say good morning to everyone that is on the line. It's always a privilege and an honor to be um, up and on the line with you all and in prayer with you all. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you. Our devotion leader this morning is Minister Randall Gorey. Good morning, Minister Randall. How are you doing today? Good morning, Sister Charlene. I'm doing absolutely fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, Bishop. Thank you. Amen. And our prayer requests and, and any praise reports will that have come in will be offered by Sister Yvette Atienza. Good morning, Sister Yvette. How are you doing today? Yes, good morning, Sister Charlene, good morning, uh, Minister Randall, and good morning to our bishop and Pastor Adrian and to all on the line. I'm doing well by God's grace. Thank you. Amen, amen, amen. Well, saints, let's join together in unity where the blessing is commanded. Hallelujah. Let's go before Father together. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father. We bless you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Nothing else will do. We thank you for the power of your spirit. We thank you for your anointing, God. But we thank you even more for your glory, God, your glory, Father. Let your glory, your weight be thrown around on this call this morning, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Father. Let your word, Father, your spirit speak through Minister Randall this morning and pray through Sister Yvette this morning as they yield themselves to you, Father. And we stand open and vulnerable to your spirit. 
spirit to receive from you today, Father. May your word go out into the atmosphere, Father, and accomplish that which you purpose in the name of Jesus, Father, and in the thing whereto you send it in the name of Jesus. Father, we are ready. We're ready, dear God, and we thank you, God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Christ Jesus. Father, we're ready to receive from you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Minister Randall, we're ready for the devotion. Thank you so much, uh, Sister Charlene. I want to give honor to God this morning. I give honor to Bishop and Pastor Adrian. I want to acknowledge all of the clergy, the bishops, the pastors, and uh, ministers and leaders that are on the line this morning to the Universal Body of Christ that is uh, calling in from all over the world today, and especially the uh, New Destiny family. I want to thank you all this morning for being on the line. Well, praise God for another opportunity to be alive and in the land of the living. This is a great opportunity to. Um, just be a part of what God is doing. And so I wanted to um, uh, begin this morning uh, to to the listeners by asking uh, this question. Did you wake up this morning desiring change for the better? How about waking up this morning so that you could be done with the old you and have an opportunity to put on the new you but you just aren't sure how to do that. But maybe you've tried to do something of this type of a change before, but have found yourself still looking and feeling different, but nothing's really changed. Well, if those questions apply to you this morning, then this devotion this morning, I pray, will help you get started in the right direction. This morning's devotion is entitled, What Can I Do to Get Better? Put off the old and put on the new. I know many times we think of it as being a question for the physical appearance. But this morning, I want to present this devotion as relating to the spiritual person that has great effect on what the physical looks like. So if we go to the scripture this morning that is out of Ephesians, the fourth chapter, the 22nd through the 24th verse, I wanted to read these uh, passages of scripture out of the New King James Version. Verse 21, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, 22, that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts. Verse 23, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Verse 24, and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. But over in the Message Bible, it simply reads, but that's no life for you. You learned Christ. 
my assumption is that you paid careful attention to him, been well instructed in the truth precisely as we have it in Jesus. Since then, we do not have the excuse of ignorance. Everything, and I do mean everything, connected with that old way of life has to go. It's rotten through and through. Get rid of it. And then take on an entirely new way of life, a God-fashioned life, a life renewed from the inside and working itself into your conduct as God accurately reproduces his character in you. So let's examine the 17th verse of Ephesians through the 32nd verse so that we can get really a, a better picture of what verse 22 really means so that we can know how to get better. Putting off the old and putting on the new, it's a powerful statement in the sense that it's transformation, it's change, it's something taking place. It's a door that we have access only to open. I find these verses to be valuable and thoroughly practical in explaining how to live out a Christian life. The Apostle Paul pins the difference between a life wallowing under the power of sin as opposed to thriving in a life in the power of Christ. Because Christians are called on to quote-unquote put away things which entangle believers, we're called to put away those types of things. Those would be things that hinder our progress to be able to become better. Sins such as malice, the intention to desire to do evil, for example, slander, lying, or false accusations on someone, commotion, confused or noisy disturbance just causing ruckus and and bitterness, the lack of just having sweetness in your spirit. These types of things can easily entangle us from being able to move forward in life. These are the type of things, if we are true and can be real this morning, that we have to put away. We have to do away, do away with these things so that they don't hinder what we're striving for, and that is to be better. But Paul goes on and says instead that we should be demonstrating a Christ-like attitude of love and forgiveness. Love and forgiveness. This is how we get better. Now, in verse 22, Paul now is calling believers to consciously strive towards a more Christ-like life, a more Christ-like life. Isn't that what we're striving for daily, to be more like the Lord? Because change isn't change until you change. This is something um, I'm often puzzled by. Bishop speaks this often that change isn't change until you change. And, and, and it really stirs your thinking to begin to say, hey, I've got to do something in order to get something. If I begin my part and if God does the rest. And so the Apostle Paul says that the old self is the old way of life lived or practiced by Christians prior to their conversion or salvation. A child of God is not to be associated with the same, same sinful practices 
that he or she lived prior to knowing the Lord Jesus Christ. You have to be in a process of change. So the question this morning is more for the Lord. Change me, O God. Here am I before you today. Make a change in me that is everlasting. And so how did Bishop Smith put it on Sunday? Guys, let's put away the rocks that are in our pockets. And girls, let's put away the jacks. Because recess is over. These simple items may appear as harmless toys or items for play, but they may represent also the very entanglements that we no longer need attachment to. They appear to be harmless, but they're habits. They might be, um, you know, things or people or places that we have to do away with in order to see change that we might become better. The taste for that has to be no longer a desire for the believer. To be better, we have to do better. We have to begin the process by wanting what God has for us. We can do better when we know better and when we have that desire to go all the way to becoming a better you. That is what we're striving for. God wants to give us a change that begins on the inside, affects us on the outside, and we can feel better about ourselves. The quote-unquote old self is marked by evil, brought on by misplaced and deceptive urges. This can cause a believer to want to go uh, deeper and further into sin knowingly. They know that they're doing this. But if you don't get rid of it, it will cause you to keep having those same urges. This is also what becomes um, of our relationship with God. And, and, and it affects our lives and our bodies, the sin that we remain in. It can cause our relationship to be, um, you know, useless. It, it can cause us to, to, to not have anything that we feel good about. And we're talking about sin, simply sin, and we can... We can hear, see this here in, in Romans, the first chapter, the 27th verse. It's, it's, it's sin. It doesn't work for us when we're trying to do better. Because sin is deceptive. It makes us think that what's actually harmful is what's best for us. The devil wants us to believe that, but it's not true. Sin rots us on the inside. It wastes us. As a person, mind, body, and spirit, it rusts us to where we can't move and, 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 and do what we're supposed to do, and it simply defiles us. This is not how we get better. We have to be able to move past the old self. The things of, of the mind and the body are ruined and are useless when sin continues to keep us entangled in the way that we were living prior to becoming a child of God. And so with no value to ourselves, we're useless and no value to ourselves or, or even to anyone else in a relationship, family, or, 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 or trying to become in a, in a relationship that's healthy. This sin does not allow that to happen because we have been called to serve others as servants of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's how we become better. 
putting off the old and putting on the new. It's in the New Testament that the believers are instructed to let no corrupting talk leave our mouths. Okay? We are believers, and we have escaped the corruption that is in the world. We have. We've been given a new life. Christians are called to walk in a manner that is worthy of the calling of God, being salt and light, which attracts others so that they too can glorify God. This glorifies God when we walk in his likeness. So let's put off the old and put on the new on this morning. It's the transformation that only God can do through cutting covenant with him. Make the change and begin a new life that will never be the same again. Jesus is waiting on me, waiting on you and someone you know this morning that we make a change. So start today making your life better, not in your own strength, but in his. Speak well of yourself because of who you are in Christ Jesus and renew your mind daily by reading the word of God and by spending time in prayer. Begin to live by putting off the old and putting on the new so that you can become a better you. Father, we we thank you this morning for giving us another opportunity to cross over from the old into the new. Father, we need you to begin becoming a new person, no longer entangled in the past life of sin and deception. Bless this word this morning to manifest in our spirits today so that we can take hold of the promises that you have made to make all things new. We leave the past to embrace our future by becoming better now. In Jesus' name, we thank you this morning. Amen, amen, and amen. Sister Charlene. Amen. Thank you for the word, Minister Randall. Did you wake up desiring change for the better? Change isn't change until you change. That's a word. Change starts with what you think about yourself. Did you ask yourself this morning, what can I do today to be better? Did you guys make your declarations? I give myself permission to do better. I won't stop working on becoming better. Today, I up my thinking. Today, I am better. Amen? Thank you. Sister Yvette, we're ready for you. Let's go together before God to intercede on behalf of others. Saints, let's stand in agreement and believe together as she prays. We're ready, Sister Yvette. Okay. Thank you, thank you uh, Sister Charlene. <laughs> Thank you, Minister Randall, for that wonderful and powerful uh, exhortation this morning. Again, good morning to all of you on the line. I pray God's bountiful blessings today as you continue to stand in the gap for others. He is watching his words to perform it. So we have one prayer request from Sharia Wiley. I'm asking for prayer 
two weeks ago, I was wrongly put on administrative leave at my job for something I did not do. I have a meeting with HR on Wednesday. I'm asking that the truth will come out and my name will be cleared. I'm asking God to give me peace and to give me the words to say and that he would touch the hearts of the people in charge of the investigation. So, Father God, we honor and praise you this morning for your goodness. By your mercy and your grace we live. We are not consumed. Let your presence continue to rest upon us, Lord God, as we lift up our prayer requests and come in agreement with our dear sister Sharia and the situation she is currently in, O oh God. We know all things are possible with you. You are the God who know all things, O oh God. Nothing is hidden before you. You will never leave Sharia, especially in difficult situations such as this, O oh God. You are close to her, and we will see her triumph and overcome this situation, giving praise and glory to you, O oh God. Your name will be lifted up and exalted. Bring your name the highest glory, Lord. You know the details of her job situation and what was wrongly done to her. We pray for the truth to prevail in Jesus' name. We pray you touch the hearts of the HR people in charge of the investigation, O oh God. Have them take side of the truth. We ask, Lord God, that you expose evil and let the truth prevail. As Sharia sits in the meeting, Lord God, we pray for perfect peace. Prince of Peace, Jehovah Shalom, reign and rule in the hearts of HR people, O God. Every one of them, let them judge and rule in truth, in godliness and holiness. We pray for a shift in the atmosphere for Sharia's favor. Place in her mouth the right words to speak when she's asked. And we ask, Lord God, that you will clear Sharia's name and that, Lord God, she will give you praise and glory, that the enemy pay her double for the trouble and the inconveniences this has caused, O oh God. And Lord God, may Sharia forgive the one who has done her wrong so that there is no room for the enemy to move in in her life. And Lord God, as painful as it is, give her the strength and the courage to release to you the people who have offended and done her this trouble, O oh God. Thank you, Lord, that you will reward Sharia with abundant blessings and redeem what was lost in all areas, O oh God. Her time, strength, peace, finances, Lord God. And we ask, Lord God, that you restore her to total wholeness, spirit, soul, and body. We cover her right now in the blood of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord God, for the victory and the praise report, Lord God, that's coming. Lord God, we thank you in Jesus' name. We come in agreement. And by the power of your Holy Spirit, this we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, Sister Yvette. Thank you. And according to Matthews 18 and 19, we agree here on earth as touching. So we know that what we've asked this morning through Sister Yvette shall be done for us a Father God. We want to quickly swing back to Minister Randall. Minister Randall, do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us this morning? 
Sure, so Charlene, I just wanted to just remind those on the line this morning that truly understanding saving grace, as Paul explained it in Ephesians, is the Christian's first motivation for living a godly life. Paul was encouraging believers to live in such a way which honors the gift that is on the inside of us. So remember that all Christians should turn away as quickly as they can from the old self that we prior were being in before we were saved. It's no, it's no good to us. And that the basic practical steps of the new self are worth it to become a better you. So go ahead and trust God this morning. Just trust God today. Put off the old and, and put on the new. Today is your day to become a better you in Christ Jesus. God bless you. Thank you, Minister Randall. God bless you as well. We appreciate, love, and honor our bishop and first lady. And before we close out this morning, we want to know if you have anything that you'd like to share with us, Bishop. Thank you so much, uh, Sister Charlene, and uh, thank you, Minister Randall and Sister Yvette, um, for a wonderful, wonderful time this morning. Uh, You know, we, we have to, as the body of Christ and, you know, who we are individually, understand that on in this um, journey, because that's what being a Christian is, it is a real journey. And when you're a real Christian, um, it's nothing easy about being a real Christian because it requires, it requires self-discipline. But you becoming better doesn't happen by listening to the message one time, listening to devotions, you know, that, that has been going on this weekend and talking about being better because that's what we're highlighting um, this month in our series. Uh, It's not a one-time event. That's what I'm trying to say. Becoming a better you requires you going through the process. And as I said, um, you're going to have to fight for it. You're going to have to fight for everything that is standing in your way that has the power and the potential to hinder you from becoming better. And so with that in mind, you have to understand the road to better is not an easy road. It is not an easy road, but it's a road that that we have the strength through the grace of God to travel and become victorious. But one of the things I want to highlight is from something I said last night is that your old man and your new man are in direct conflict with one another. And we have to get to the point where we stop thinking our greatest enemy is the devil. Our greatest enemy is ourselves. The enemy within. The enemy within. Self-doubt, insecurity, inferiority, inadequacy, all those things. And a lot of times we arrive at those conclusions mentally because this all happens in the mental state. This all happens in the mind. We arrive there because something we failed at in the past. So therefore we got to move past the event of failure, disappointment, guilt, shame, condemnation, and recognize that you are a new person in Christ Jesus. Okay? 
And then, as Paul said, and Randall mentioned this morning, I use the Amplified Translation, be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind. Hmm. Constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind. And so when we look at that thing constantly, it proves to us this is not a one-time event because the word, when you define it, it means always, all the time. Mm-hmm. And you have to be persistent. You have to be consistent. You have to be faithful. And you have to be committed to the process. And so I'm going to ask you, um, as I wrap this up, to say with me, Father, I boldly declare I will be faithful, I'll be committed, I'll be consistent to the process becoming my best version of myself with your help. In Jesus' name. Sister Sherwood. Thank you all so much. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you. Please remember to send in your prayer request. Send them into www.newdestiny.online. From the home page, click connect, then scroll to prayer request and enter your request. We love to pray. We have been called to pray without ceasing and to pray ye one for another. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Lady Adrian, Minister Randall, Sister Yvette, and our entire New Destiny family, we thank you. Please invite others to join in the call Tuesday through Thursday, 5 a.m., and corporate intercessory prayer on Saturday mornings. We live stream, and we are also on campus. This Saturday, we will be at the Oakland campus at 7 a.m. Father, we thank you for this day. Thank you for your word this morning. Father, I pray, dear God, that you bless every caller to truly know who we are as your sons. Father, I pray that you bless each with your strength, with your power, Father, to fight against every hindrance, to be better, for us to be better. Thank you, Father. As Bishop said, may we, Father, constantly renew our minds, always, Renew our minds all the time. Thank you, Father, for the new transformed believers. I declare that each believer, each caller, your son, Father, Father, I ask that that each truly let go of the lifestyle of the ancient man, that old self, and live in the royal, holy priesthood that you've called us to, Father. May each, according to your word, Father, in Ephesians 4, truly put off the sinful and deceitful desires that spring up 
from delusions. Father, cause your spirit to spring up the well of righteousness within each of us. Let your living waters flow, Father. Let your oil flow, Father, over every believer. Your kingdom come, Father. Your will be done in your sons. Father, be pleased with our lives, the new transformed life of each believer. Let your revelation, your word cleanse and change us daily. We give you permission, Father, and we give ourselves permission to be better, to be better, to be better each day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Father, be glorified. Jesus, be glorified. Holy Spirit, reign, be glorified. Father, we seal every prayer prayed by your Holy Spirit of promise. And I declare no backlash, no retaliation in Jesus' name. I declare Isaiah 54 and 17 that no weapon formed against thee shall prosper in every tongue that rises against thee in judgment. Thou shalt condemn, for this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of the Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Please open the lines for the saints to worship together.